preview show, the NFL show, the greatest podcast on earth. Well, really just the greatest host on earth, if we're being honest here. But I had to do some things. Uh, next week, uh, I will be out of town on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, um, so just a little heads up that the preview show, we may have to record it on like Wednesday or something or Tuesday. It's gonna, I'm not sure what next week's going to be like. So, just letting you guys know. So, let's get right to the games, man. Let's quit screwing around. Um, let's just go right into the preview. We're going to do this as quick as possible because it's so late. So, if this show is not your normal hour and a half long, that is uh, my apologies. First game, Texans-Titans. So this game, this game's happening, right? So Tennessee played on Tuesday. I I hate going into this shit not knowing who is playing and who's not playing. Like, I mean, I honestly can't keep up with it. I, I watch every NFL game, but I can't keep up with who's playing as far as like which teams, then which plate, which independent players are playing. It, it's all just really crazy. So uh, if I get some of this wrong, I mean, like you know, it is what it is. Um, Texans Titans. So Titans came off of a huge win um, against the Bills. I would guess this is a letdown spot for Tennessee. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say like, let's see what Vegas has the line at. So Vegas has the line at open at five and a half Tennessee. So money's actually poured in on Houston. Um, I'm not sure why. I would, I would think it would go the other way, but money's poured in on Houston pretty good. Um, I'm kind of a slut for market value, so I probably wouldn't get on this game if it's sitting at. Uh, if it's sitting at this, if it drops to three, it's kind of crazy because like my initial thinking, right? My initial thinking is bet on Houston. But then my thinking is, well, if you can get the market value of three when it opened at five and a half, you know, then then you take Tennessee. Tennessee is way underrested. They played on Tuesday. They played at home though, so that's good. But they played on Tuesday. So that means you got they play on Tuesday, you have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then play. So you're talking like four days of rest uh, versus Houston, who has three extra days of rest or two extra days of rest plus travel. So, but that's a big advantage to Houston. Now, we talked about the bump last week that a uh, firing your coach can give you. A lot of the times, the team will come out hot. That does not happen for more than one game. So the like the new coach bump, the whole like f Bill O'Brien, all that stuff. They've already proved that. So that's not a factor at all. So, I mean, that was that was something we harped on a lot last week. Forget about it. That's not a thing anymore. So I'm leaning, oh man, honestly, like, it, it's so hard for me to do this because I want to say Tennessee, but it's so hard for me to ignore four days of rest. But I'm going to go Tennessee here. Uh, if you're going to bet this, wait till it gets to three since the line's moving that way anyways. But uh, I would take Tennessee. Next game. Bengals Colts. I uh, feel like I just watched this game, like with the uh, with the Browns. I feel like I'm just in the same loop here with uh, AFC North and the Colts. I'm I'm off the Colts. I'm fully off the Colts. Uh, Indianapolis, really bad. But I'll tell you this. So this open nine and a half teams. They're bet on Cincinnati. The narrative is going to be that Indianapolis sucks, and I I am also disappointed in Indianapolis. But you also have to remember that Indianapolis has the best one of the best defenses in the NFL. Cincinnati's not good. Like we are we've already talked about the struggles, Joe Burrow struggles. They played a really good defense in Baltimore last week and we saw what happened with Joe Burrow. So we do not know if Joe Burrow can perform against a top-notch defense. With that being said, seven and a half is a lot of points with a Philip Rivers led team. 
I have heard that Jacob Eason and the backup quarterbacks are getting a lot of work at practice, so maybe they come in and help us out. Um, I, w- I would wait again. This line is trickling our way uh, with money coming on Cincinnati, so I would wait until this drops to seven. It's eight in some places, so it might not drop all that way. I wouldn't take this at seven and a half. A uh, gun to my head, I would take Indy. This also is probably a decent under game. The under is probably pretty dope here. Uh, two shitty teams. 46 and a half. Yeah, it hadn't really moved at all. So Cincinnati, we don't know if they can move the ball against a good defense. And Indianapolis, they want to win 17 to 3 because Phillip Rivers can't do anything. So under might be a decent shout here. I'm not really much of a total better uh, at this point in my career. And what a, what a joke of a career it is. So I, I would lean Colts. I'd lean Indy. If it goes to seven, I would I would take Indy here. Uh, besides that, I'd probably stay away. Next game, Falcons Vikings. So the Falcons. So this is their bump game, correct? This is the Dan Quinn's gone game. I'll tell you this. I don't know if they get a bump because they're just so they're in so much disarray. I don't know if they get a bump. So this opened up three and a half. It's moved a little bit to four. Uh, Minnesota tough game against Seattle last week. Mm, that's kind of tough. Atlanta goes to Minnesota. Mm, I don't know, man. This is this is this is. I, I think I think I like Minnesota here. I think I like Kirk Cousins here. He, Kirk Cousins is playing in his time slot. Kirk Cousins loves to play in that noon time slot, that that uh, that one p.m. time slot. So you're getting Kirk Cousins at his historical best. He's like sixty something percent win rate playing at that schedule. So that's really, really good. Atlanta's absolutely god-awful. I would think that it's harder for a situation like this where you fire your coach and then you go on the road because it's just like distraction after distraction after distraction. So I'm going to actually like Minnesota here. I'm going to go ahead and like them here. Um, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna guess that the defense stands up. Cousins is comfortable. Uh, Atlanta Atlanta's defense is so bad. So uh, prop bets, I would be looking at all of the Minnesota wide receivers. I'd be looking at Kirk Cousins. I'd be looking at all the offensive players here. Probably going to be a good game for Minnesota. Uh, Falcons suck. Next game, Broncos-Patriots. The Patriots have more more tests, right? They have more positive tests, but I'm not sure who. Uh, Broncos, so this is New England minus nine at home. It's hard to, I don't like taking big lines in the NFL. And I really don't take like taking big lines in the NFL whenever you don't know like when everything everything's so up in the air. I don't think Denver will score very much. This I'd probably lean towards New England here. I'd probably lean towards if one thing, New England would be really rested. I mean, Cam Newton hadn't played in a while. I guess Gilmore's back. I don't even know. But you would think they're pretty rested and pretty ready to prove themselves. Uh Denver just, you know, I mean, what what are you gonna do? So I'd probably take New England here. I'd look I'd look if I was betting this game, I'd look be I'd be looking. To, I just had a stroke. I would look for the Broncos team total unders. I'd be looking for stuff like that. Uh, they they the Patriots have an incredible defense, and the Broncos are pretty bad. So look for their team total unders. Under this game might be okay. Uh, New England wants to control the ball anyways, you know. So uh, I'd be looking at that. Cam Newton rushing yards, things like that, may be really good since he's so fresh. Uh, he wants to get back to how he was at the beginning of the year when he was playing at an MVP level. So I'd be looking at New England uh, under, Broncos team unders, and Newton's props. Next game, Washington Giants. Uh, let's see here. So Washington, God. Um, so this opened up at three and a half. The Giants were minus three and a half and moved to three, 100%. The Giants shouldn't be giving three and a half points to anybody. I wish I would have saw this earlier in the week. I would have jumped on that. 
Uh, it's now sitting at three and a half or three even and two and a half in some spots. It's even, so um, you know it may move off of that. You, it may end up settling towards two. If Kyle Allen playing, if Kyle Allen is playing, then I like Washington here. I have no idea who's who's playing. I know he got hurt last game. Trust me, I know because I bet on Washington. If Kyle Allen is playing, then I I love Washington here. The Giants are as bad as it gets, and and, and like them giving three points to anyone in the NFL and maybe even college is too much. So I lean Washington here. Three. If you're gonna take this bet, take it now, because I'm telling you this will probably fall closer to the Giants minus two. Um, come game time and Washington plus two. So if you want Washington, take it now. Uh, I would take this good teaser game, teasing Washington up to like the set, uh, the ten or nine, nine and a half somewhere in there. Uh, pretty pretty solid there. So yeah, I like Washington here. Just came off a horrible win. I mean a horrible loss. Who wants to bet on Washington? I do. Uh, I don't care about them going to New York at all. Uh, if Kyle uh, again, we need to figure out the Kyle Allen thing. Uh, besides that though, I'm going Washington here. Better, better coach, better defense. Give me Washington. Next game, Ravens and Eagles. On the road, a huge line. Jesus. Uh, so it opened up at 7 and moved to 9.5. Baltimore's on the road at Philly. Over under 49, moved to 47.5. Oh, that's a lot. Look, I'll put it to you like this. Washington. What was Washington last week with the Rams? I think Washington was minus... Was, were they minus seven last week? I think they were minus seven and a half last week. So you're telling me that there is a two-point difference that Philadelphia and the Ravens are two points more of separation than the Rams and Washington. I don't know about that. I think this is a big overreaction here. I'm actually going to lean the Eagles. This, this number is just insane. This is just way too much. Way too much. I, I mean, you're talking about if this was in Baltimore, the Eagles would be getting like, It'd be something like minus 13, and that's just crazy. I mean, you you don't see that. That's like if the Ravens played the Jets. I mean, what what's the Jets line? Oh, the Jets are playing the Dolphins. But, I mean, that this is – if the Ravens play the Jets, it's probably like Baltimore minus 14 somewhere in there. So the fact that that would be kind of the same thing, like if they were playing um, in Baltimore, that's too much for me. So I'm going to take the Eagles here. Uh, strictly a number move, strictly a market move. This will probably keep going up, so I'd watch this market if you're going to bet it. Uh, I'd probably just chill out, wait and see if uh, if it moves a little bit. If it ticks more towards 10, if it's 10, it's like a full on fire. If it's 10, I'm moving this to like, I like this game. I'll probably bet this game. Nine and a half, kind of an icky number, but um, market-wise, you're on the good side. I, I think this number's way inflated, so I'd, I'd be looking at Philly. Next game. Uh, Browns-Steelers. Okay, Steelers minus three and a half. I actually kind of like this game. Uh, me and a friend were talking about this last night. Cleveland, okay, so it opened up at five and a half. It's moved to three and a half. Man, this moved to three. Jesus. And it's, it's uh, minus 120 at BetMGM, so it's moving towards three. I'll tell you this. Cleveland is a naturally over team because they have Baker Mayfield. They have Odell Beckham. They have Jarvis Landry. They have exciting players. This is the most expensive Cleveland will ever be. And we do not like betting on teams when they're at their absolute highest peak. I'm I whew, I'm borderline making this like 
a best bet type situation. Uh, the, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh gets after the quarterback really well. Also, this is inf- inside information that um, a friend of mine gave me. Apparently, Baker was hurt last week. Like he was wincing, he was kind of beat up. He got hit while he was throwing. I don't know if it's like an intercostal strain. I don't, it might just be a bruise. Who the hell knows? All I know is that Pittsburgh comes after the quarterback pretty good. So if Pittsburgh's hitting Baker and he's just let's just say he's sore, and that takes him down a little bit, that's a big deal. You know what I mean? So I think we're already getting the right side of the number as far as people betting on Cleveland. I think that Cleveland's super overrated, super public. People love betting on Cleveland. People love love Baker Mayfield. Um, I think we get the better team, the better coach, the better all-around all squad, much better defense. Um, the front seven of Pittsburgh is going to get after Cleveland, going to get after Baker Mayfield. I don't trust Baker Mayfield to be throwing the ball in pressure. Uh, I like Pittsburgh here a lot, even at three and a half. At three, I'm going to tell you this right now, at three, I'm I'm really putting some money on at three, this becomes a uh, if we lose, we move to Mexico game. So that's what the situation here. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like this a lot. You're, I mean, you're, this is saying that this is saying that these two teams are pretty equal, all things considered. This is saying that Pittsburgh's a little bit better, but they're pretty equal, all things considered. And I just flat out don't think that's the case. I flat out do not think Cleveland and Pittsburgh are, are comparable or comparable, as some would say. I think that the Browns are pretty markedly worse so I, i'm against the market here and, and vegas agrees with me vegas agrees with me when they open the line at five and a half they agree that that's a pretty sizable difference so if this line keeps moving down and we get to where we're getting almost just e- like almost just like even teams i think we're getting the better of it every single way so i, I love pittsburgh here next game bears panthers um every single time i bet on the bears i'm wrong so take this how you will well, let's see. Vegas opened this up at three. A big market move. They opened this up at three. Um, line jumped immediately down. Sometimes you got to watch this kind of stuff, though, because when it, when it moves, when there's a heavy move off of a key number like three, it might mean that syndicates or whoever just like hammered that number and then it dropped. So it might not. It might not mean like it was steamed like consistently. It might have been just like a hey, it's three. Oh my god, it's three. Bet, 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 bet. And then that volume pushes it to one and a half, and then it sits there. So the, the that's just when you see numbers fly off of key numbers, like like to me, Pittsburgh moving from five and a half to three and a half is more of like a steady steam versus moving from three to one and a half. But that's a different conversation for a different day. I don't know. I mean, Carolina's been good. Like Carolina's proven they're good. If this number is one and a half, that's saying that Chicago is markedly better than Carolina. As saying that on a neutral, Chicago's a couple point favorite. Carolina's proven to be pretty damn good. I mean, Carolina's proven to be pretty consistent here. And Christian McCaffrey's eligible to play, but he's not coming back, so he's pretty close. Um, so maybe there's some energy in the team. Yeah, I mean, Chicago's off extra rest. They played on Thursday. So they're on extra rest. That's a big deal. It kind of negates the uh, home field advantage. Mm, I probably lean. I probably lean Carolina here, just because I'm always off the Bears. So that means the Bears are probably going to win by thirty. So do do what you want there. Um, this is this is an ugly game, but I, I lean Carolina. Lions Jags. Let's see, Lions Jags. 
Mm, where are they? I'm missing, I'm missing, I'm missing. Here we go. So it opened Detroit minus two on the road. Moved to three. This is a big number two. Mm, I think this is right, though, to be honest. I'll put it to you like this. Before the season, the Lions were supposed to win like nine games. They were they were kind of a dark horse darling. Uh, supposed to be a pretty good team this year. They obviously have not been. So I think you're getting a bit of a discount here. Now, you wonder if it's fool's gold. You wonder if, like, that nine-win preseason prediction, you wonder if all that was just flat-out wrong. You wonder if Patricia's just not good. But we know Jacksonville isn't good. You know, we know this team's not good at all. We know their defense is bad. We know their coaching is bad. We know everything about them is bad. Um, As far as Detroit, you know, I think there's still a little bit of value left as far as maybe the team can bounce back. Maybe they're not as bad as they've shown. Uh, this is a big number, though. I mean, this is a lot. You're talking about if this game was in Detroit, would you be comfortable laying five, six points with Detroit against anybody? I don't know if I would. So I think this is another market where you got to kind of watch it. Uh, at three, I'd probably stay away from it. But if it, if you can get it under three, if it moves back towards where it was, you probably take Detroit here. Three, three and a half, you start to move towards Jacksonville. That's just a lot of points. I don't know if Detroit has proven that they should be giving up that kind of number. So I, I do think that Detroit offers value. I do believe that. I do believe Detroit offers value as far as, you know, a month ago people said this team could could win, you know, could compete in the NFC North. Obviously they can, but the people in the know think this team has talent. You know, so uh, I I'd, I'd lean I'd lean Detroit here at three. Next game, Jets Dolphins this is the afternoon games. Uh, I, I'm not betting on the Jets, but they want you to bet on the Jets. I'll tell you that much. You know, because no one, no one wants to bet on the Jets, and when no one wants to bet on a team, that's when you want to bet on them. But look, the Jets I heard this week might be trading Quinnen Williams or whatever his name is, and that's like their last piece, right? So rumblings in the Jets locker room probably are not awesome. You want to talk about max motivation? This is minimum motivation. The Jets have to be minimally motivated to to play here. They have, there's no reason they should be playing. There's no reason uh, they should be trying. I mean, they don't like their coach. They're not playing for anything. They're actively, their general managers in the front office are actively trying to trade good players away from the team. This is a sinking ship. And when your ship is sinking, your, uh, your cooks are not working very hard. You know what I mean? Like if you if you have a ship that's, if you have a building that's on fire, your custodial staff is not working their hardest. All right. I wouldn't touch this game. It's a lot of points. 49 and a half opened as down to 47. That's a lot of points. I'd be looking towards the under. Uh, Miami giving up nine and a half points. I mean, can you imagine? But I, I don't, I wouldn't touch this game. If I had to, I'd take Miami just because I'm not taking the Jets. But that's like the squarest thing you can possibly ever say. So uh, if you're going to bet this game, at least bet on the, but is it even sharp? Like, is that sharp as the new square where you're betting on New York just because it's kind of like the, the the anti thing like that doesn't make a lot of sense you don't you don't want to have your entire handicap just because well they suck you know so i'd probably take miami here they're they're riding the high fitzpatrick you know he can do things uh, that is a tough travel spot for miami going to frisco and back and all that but it's the jets man next game packers buccaneers in tampa packers are a one-point favorite which means that they believe that green bay is substantially better than the bucks Bucks coming off extra rest. Mm. Hmm. I'm kind of bullish on the Bucks. I- I've been kind of hesitant to back them. I've been kind of hesitant on their whole thing. 
But this is a spot where they, they honestly, I'm going to say something controversial yet brave. I think I'm going to take the Buccaneers here. I think I like the Buccaneers here. The Buccaneers are in a must-win game. They just lost to the Bears. Tom Brady, we've said it the whole year, is a 20-ish-ish, 20th-ish. We have a word there. Best quarterback in the NFL. But back against the wall, two-minute drive situation, whatever, he's still Tom Brady. What I do like is that Green Bay wants to run the football. Green Bay wants to protect Tom Brady. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers. And Tampa Bay has one of the best run-stopping defenses, one of the best overall defenses in the NFL. So it's going to be one of those, like, movable object and all that. So with that being said, Tampa Bay at home, bit, bit of a disrespectful line here. Tampa Bay at home, must-win situation, extra rest. I kind of like it. Give me Tampa Bay. Big game from Brady. Big game from the defense here, over under 55. Kind of like the under, because if Tampa Bay wins this game, they're going to need to stop Green Bay. So I, I like Tampa Bay here to win outright. Uh, I like Tampa Bay here to kind of write the ship, no pun intended, with the pirate ship. They have to win. Max motivation, getting points at home, better defense. I like all of that. Let's go Tampa. Next game, Sunday Night Football, Rams, Niners. Whoo, baby. We don't know. We don't know what Frisco is going to roll out there, but I will tell you this. What do I say every single week about Jared Goff? If you let Jared Goff do what he wants to do, he will do it to you. He is really, really good when you're not pressuring him. He is really, really good when he can do play action, whatever. Where is San Francisco hurt the most? Their defensive line, getting after the quarterback, their defense, their secondary. I think that L.A. makes a statement here. I think L.A. beats that ass. I think L.A. throws it all over the place. Goff can do it every once. I think the Niners are cooked. Jimmy Garoppolo got his ass benched last week, $175 million on the bench. Whoo, son, that is not easy to handle. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm going to take L.A. here on the road. Big number, but it's not that far on the road, so it is what it is. Three points, give it to me, let's go. I think this one, this is up there. This is this is one of my more favorite plays of the week. Next up, doubleheader on Monday night. I love them. I love the doubleheader. Let me actually check the line here. Okay, so it opened at three. Wow. It opened at, oh my God. It opened at San Francisco minus three and moved to LA minus three. That is a crazy line mover. Let's see here. So 10, okay. When did it move? Oh, okay, so it really didn't. This is like the look ahead. Right? So on... Okay. So on... On 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 the on sep- Sunday, at 7 o'clock, this moved to LA minus 3. It was Frisco... So that's when it moved. So it... it this game must have gotten moved. This game must have got originally moved because on... On the 6th of October, it was Frisco minus three, but that's a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, this game must got moved. I mean, I, I wouldn't consider this like a big line move because after the game, after we saw Frisco get annihilated by Miami, that's whenever this happened, which I think is fair. It, it depends on how you want to look at this, but I, I don't think this is that big of a deal. I, I don't think... I don't think it's like, oh my God, it's moved six points or whatever. Like I think I think this is generally probably probably all right. 
Um, but I, th- I think I think Frisco's cooked. I think they're done. I think the Rams are really playing well right now. I think the Rams, I think the Rams match up really well against the Niners. Whereas the Niners, they just can't do what you have to do to beat LA. They can't do what you have to do to beat Jared Goff uh, right now. So I think that the the Niners are in disarray, man. I said it this week. You do not bench a one hundred seventy five million dollar quarterback the week after he comes back from injury when things are hunky dory. This is bad. All right, this is bad. And no matter how bad it is, the Boses and the Solomon Thomases and the whoever's are not coming back. So you got a you got a patched up uh, defensive line. You got a hurt secondary. You got a quarterback who doesn't know what the hell's going on. Give me the Rams here, even at the big number. I don't care. I like the Rams minus three. Next are uh, next up, Chiefs Bills double header Monday night. KC minus five. This is a, this is a big game. Let's check this move. Opened up Kansas City minus three, moved to KC minus four and a half, and ESPN is showing KC minus five. Uh, we always go to Vegas Insiders over ESPN. We're not we're not cucks. All right, now here here's here's a sitch. You're getting both of these teams on a discount. Question is, which one of these two teams do you you believe in more? Buffalo just got embarrassed. All right, and they're coming off of a weird schedule. Played on Tuesday, going to mess up their rhythm. KC has something to prove. I'm taking KC here, even at the big number. I mean, this is a this is a lot though. I say that, but it's a lot. If, if this was KC at home, all right. Let me let me let me let me put it to you like this. If this is KC at home, this is KC. Now I want you to think about this. If this is KC at home, this is KC minus like seven or something. KC minus seven. KC minus seven and a half. KC was a three-point favorite against the Bills. So this is telling you that the difference that they believe, the difference in the Bills and the Ravens is like five points. That, that doesn't sound right. If if Buffalo and Baltimore were playing, if Buffalo and Baltimore were playing on a neutral field and it was Baltimore plus five, Baltimore plus so at at Baltimore, and a Baltimore Baltimore was a three and a half point favorite, a three point favorite, wherever you got it. So that means they think that Baltimore is like a one point ish better team than Kansas City. So that means that means if we go back, if it was in KC, it would have been like KC plus one somewhere in there. So KC plus three and a half. So eight and a half points difference here. KC, so Buffalo is five point dog at home, whereas Baltimore was a three and a half point favorite. So they're sell, they're telling you there's almost eight points of difference between Buffalo and Baltimore. That's that that just can't be true. That can't be true. That alone is making me want to take Buffalo here. Yeah, I think I'm on Buffalo. I think I'm on Buffalo here. I, I think that I think Casey wins this game, but that's just insane. Like this number is wild. There's no way. There's no way anybody in their right mind would take Baltimore plus seven or Baltimore minus seven against the Bills. And in Baltimore, no way. So give me the Bills here. I was going to say Casey. Nah, mark it. Next up, last game: Cardinals Cowboys. Arizona's minus one and a half on the road. So. Let's see what this opened. This opened at minus three Dallas. 
has moved to minus one, obviously, because of the injury. So this was Dallas minus three. So the sixth, or excuse me, the 11th is where the injury happened. The Dallas was three until the injury happened, basically. Then it flipped. So is that appropriate? Is that is that the appropriate bump for, from a difference between uh, Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton? I think it's pretty close. You're talking about four points. I, th- I think that's appropriate. I think that's appropriate. I think if you're Dallas, you know, they're already struggling. Dallas is already thinking like, man, this, this is not going, going good at all. And then they lose Dak Prescott. Can't be very motivated there. I think I like Arizona here. Yeah, I think I think I like Arizona. I think I think four points between Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott's about right. Sounds about right to me. Gone to my head, so I, I think I would take Arizona here. So I'm going to take Arizona. So my five games I like are going to be my five games I like are going to be Minnesota, Minnesota, Tampa. Rams, Buffalo. I feel like there was one more. I feel like there was one more I really liked. So, all right, what do I have? What do I have? I have the Rams. I have Tampa. I have, oh, it's uh, Pittsburgh. Okay, so it's, so I've got Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Tampa, the Rams, and Buffalo. So those are my five picks. Uh, I have I don't have any tickets right now. I will let you know as soon as I get tickets. But uh, those are my five picks right there. I like those games a lot. So that's going to be the show. That's going to be the football show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. I had to do a quick one because, like I said, it's kind of late in the day. So I'm going to get this out as soon as possible. Thank you for listening to the football show featuring James Kermit. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah.